Superintendent Joseph Davis of the Ferguson Florissant uh, School District. Did I say that right? Yes. Okay. Um, in Missouri. And tell me, tell me why the A is so important in the STEAM education mm -hmm. that you have in your school district. Most people want STEM. Mm -hmm. They don't feel like they need the A. Right. Yeah. But why is that so important to your school district, your community? Sure. Well, I think all of it is the STEM and STEAM. We put the A in because of the arts. Uh, I think sometimes we often forget about the importance of the arts mm -hmm. and uh, making sure our students, you know, left brain, right brain. STEM is mostly right. You know, I'm a math teacher by training, um, but it's so important to include the whole student and be well-rounded. Um, so we believe in the graphic arts, the visual arts. Um, it's really important to our community. Uh, St. Louis is sort of the blues uh, capital of the world, right. if you will. And so we have a lot of opportunities for our students in our community. Uh, but I think the larger conversation uh, needs to be around getting more um, students of color, but black students in particular, uh, in the science careers, in medicine, uh, and, 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 and as scientists. Uh, I think COVID has laid bare um, all the issues that we see uh, when we think about how COVID has hit the black and brown community harder than any other community. Right, right. Largely, not just because of the underlying conditions, but the access to healthcare. Um, and we don't have black doctors uh, like we need in our communities across the country. And so I think that is a place where we believe strongly uh, that we can build a pipeline of our, for our students to go into STEM and STEAM careers uh, so that they can take on some of these challenges we see, uh, so be all inclusive. So, so we believe strongly in STEM, but we also believe STEAM is as important, so we bring the arts in uh, to make sure our students get a well-rounded education. Well, I know, uh, just from experience, mm -hmm. I know that it's hard to get African-American students uh, even interested yeah. in STEM or mm -hmm. STEAM mm -hmm. uh, professional fields. Yeah. So what type of exposure mm -hmm. are you getting uh, your students involved in? Because yeah. we tend to, and this is everybody, we tend to pursue things or uh, careers that we often have a constant contact with yeah, so yeah. if we're not you know interacting on a daily to day basis mm -hmm, with mm -hmm. an engineer mm -hmm. or That's great with part, yeah. a, you know a rocket scientist yeah. or a, a doctor yeah. per se so yeah. how are your students getting exposure that spark up the interest sure no Alexis that's a great question uh, and I'm glad you asked it because our kids need to see early uh, what are those um, possibilities that they can be a part of. Uh, we partner with Big Picture uh, uh, schools. Uh, big Picture uh, learning is huge across this country. Um, we have an innovation high school in our district, the BPL school. Um, and what happens during our, um, at that school in particular, is you know, students apply to get in, they get identified. They start internships in ninth grade. Internships with careers they're interested in, right? Like if they want to be a doctor, then you need to be partnered with that. We have partnerships with uh, BJC, uh, Barnes Jewish uh, Hospitals uh, in the area, uh, with Boeing for engineering. Okay. We have a huge partnership with Boeing. Uh, and uh, uh, SLU, uh, WashU, the universities. So we brought in lots of partners, uh, but what we really have to make sure we're clear about is 
if the lessons is our student, what is she interested in? What does she want to do with her life? Mm -hmm. And we tease that apart with some of the tools we have so we can help you really be clear about what you, and you may have you may change your mind. Right. In 10th right, grade. Right. You know, you may choose something in ninth grade. I want to be a nurse. No, I don't want to be a nurse. I want to be a doctor. No, I want to be a lawyer. But you have that option to do that. But while you're figuring it out, you are partnered with uh, 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 an intern in an internship. We have an LTI coordinator, a learning through internship coordinator, uh, who, par who pairs our students with those interests, those folks who are in the field, so that you can really dig deep and figure it out earlier on. So when you graduate, you have a focus, right? Because the, the, the other problem that is not always said that we have to say is, especially for black and brown folks, is that we've got to deal with this um, this debt issue, this uh, student loan debt issue. Yes. Uh, kids don't need to go to school and come out of uh, college with forty and fifty thousand dollars worth of college loan debt. But I had to because I didn't know another way. Nobody told me what to do. I had to figure it out. Yeah. And now that I'm on this side of it, being first generation college, how do we put a stopgap so that kids leave high school with at least 24 hours of college credit that they don't have to pay a dime for and then when they go into college undergrad they go in as a sophomore or something in some cases juniors because they have a two-year degree they've earned in high school and in a career they're interested in right it's all those pieces it's not so simple as i'm probably saying it but because there's so many parts but that's the work that we have to do in our schools so our black and brown children because we're not gonna leave our white babies out, our white children out right, they need right. to get access no one would ever say i wouldn't uh, i would always say White kids need it, black kids need it, Asian, all of them need it. But what we know is that the black kids in particular and the brown kids aren't getting that. Um, and so that's how I think um, we have to create those opportunities for internships, create those opportunities for them uh, to figure out their career paths and support them. I'm yeah. asking about the students, but yeah. you also have to uh, get the input of the yeah. teacher. Mm -hmm. They're only as great as their instructor, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. I think let me, let me sort of dispel this myth that white teachers can't teach black kids. That's absolutely not true, right? And, I, and I'm a, a living witness of that. Um, I had a high school teacher uh, who taught me trig in high school, made straight A's in her class. Um, a white woman who probably weighed 100 pounds wit, but she, but she always preserved my dignity in her class. Okay. Um, and she validated who I was, right? And so she gave me the content I needed. My point in saying all that is that teachers have to believe that students that look like me can. Right. They've got to believe that black children can do AP calculus at a deep level, right? Uh, and, and, and hold them to that high standard. And often that's the barrier. You said it, they're as good as the teacher in front of them. Mm -hmm. If you don't have a thoughtful teacher who understands the content well and then knows how to not only teach how to solve, but also teach how to apply, then when students get those, uh, that content in front of them, that curriculum in front of them, you know, it's not as, uh, you know, as, as, as impactful as we want it to be. And so I, we need to make sure teachers are clear about what we expect from right. them. In um, Ferguson, Florissant, what we've done is uh, we, we have some accountability measures for our teachers and our principals and for me, right? Uh, I may be the superintendent, but I'm a lead teacher. I'm a math teacher by training too, right? So I love math, especially calculus. Um, but, but I think it's so important to have adults, teachers in particular, who believe they can. And to say it is one thing, but the action is where it really happens. And it happens in the classroom. So we need to get teachers the supports they need so that they can go in. You gotta know your content well. You gotta believe that children can, and then you gotta act that way every day. I've gotta teach Alexis as if though she is a clean slate, but can do it. And I'm giving you the content you need. So when you're done, you know how to uh, master calculus and, and make a five on that test because you're ready for whatever. Um, and and that is the, that's what the board has charged me with, is what I absolutely believe. Um, and it's the work that we're doing. And it doesn't happen overnight. 
but it happens. Uh, I, I tell you this, I, I'll end with this. Most teachers, black, white, and whatever race, creed, or color they are, most teachers believe that, that students can. Uh, but there's a critical mass of them who still don't believe that black kids can. And we've got to tackle that issue. Yes, we do. Yeah. Yes, we do. Yeah. And my last question yeah. for you. With this STEM or STEAM mm-hmm. uh, program in place mm-hmm. at your middle school, high school level, mm-hmm. Um, have your uh, students who've gone through the program mm-hmm. come back to you later and tell you how wonderful and uh, how it helped them uh, uh, in uh, their uh, professional yeah. uh, endeavors because I, I don't know how long you've been with sure. the Ferguson sure. Uh, sure. Yeah. school district uh-huh. but yeah, yeah I, I went to Ferguson right after the Michael Brown incident it happened in 2014 Okay, uh, I was a superintendent in North Carolina um, you know, I heard about the job, I put my name in the pot, and they hired me for the position. I started in 2015, so I think this is my seventh year there. Okay. We started the STEAM middle school first about five years ago now. Um, the high school, we just graduated our first class this past year. Oh, nice, congrats. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, and, and the other part is, um, you know, my son is a student, he's a, he's a junior at the STEAM high school. So he started with the middle school, now he's at the high school level. So not only am I the superintendent, I'm a daddy. My son lives it every day, uh, so I know what he's getting in his classes. And, and there's always room for improvement. Um, but what I do know is that when I look at our preliminary scores, our kids in those programs are killing it. They're knocking it out of the park. Black and brown kids who are able to do the work. And we have evidence of it. And so while I want every child to do that well, we've got to find the bright spots. And then we've got to scale that in our, in our district and then in our community. Uh, so, so it's working well. Uh, certainly, again, we can do some things better. Um, but I believe strongly that our kids are excited about it. In fact, you have to apply to get in at the middle and high school level. And our application, uh, we always have for 75 seats, we have 250 applications. And you have to be a student in our district. So nobody outside can apply. It's only for our, our students, our kiddos. Um, so we always have a really good application process. And they come prepared like they're going to Harvard. <laughs> and it's beautiful because these are little black, brown, white, all kids who want the best. And we're destined to give it to them. And while you know the critics say everybody needs it, you're right. So let's start, right. and then let's spread. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you, Superintendent Joseph Davis, That's for so joining it. us. And I am Alexis Flowers with Issues in Education.net.